0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. no, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's kick off even by lighting up. Oh, from my friends. The star of the show. Oh!
1: to a radio broadcaster famous here in New York, WABC, Sid Rosenberg. Boy, this boy. is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from our friends. 77 WABC. any
0: any Hello, there's a conga line, and it continues down the New York State Thruway, through the New Jersey Turnpike, and then uh, down the old Dixie Highway when I used to go as a kid to Florida. I had the old Dixie Highway in Florida, but before you got there, you took what they call Tobacco Road, all the back roads. Now it's like, you know, highway straight down. And along the way, people were stopping off in Georgia saying, this ain't too bad, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, or... They're going west towards Texas and Tennessee. The exodus continues. So what have our elected officials, both Republican and Democrats in Albany, come up with to stem the flow? What is that, Curtis? I'm so curious.
1: Let's see. What could they have come up with that's going to actually stop New Yorkers from leaving? What's really going to help? Go
0: ahead. Well, first off. Let's understand that in addition to all the reasons that people have for leaving New York State, they've been encouraged to do so. When you were running in the Republican primary and you lost, you finished second to Lee Zeldin. The moment that the results were announced, the governor, brand new governor, Kathy Hochul, announced, hey, why don't you all get the hell out of here and go to Florida?
1: We have to let the word out that when you come to new york we're not going to have more hotel rooms we don't have capacity so we have to also message properly that we're at our limit if you're going to leave your country go somewhere else but the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave Let's your say, country hey,
0: hey you dingleberry um we have the cut of Hokel screaming at the top of her lungs to leave new york leave new york now you see i gotta go in there i gotta check the cuts it, 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 I got to enroll Diego into the Curtis with Talk Radio
1: boot camp. Diego, you're getting in, too, huh? I mean, it's, it's everybody. It seems like the whole station's getting in here, the we're WABC. Not, we're not talking Curtis about Lee illegal aliens. We're camp. talking about people who are already
0: citizens of New York who are encouraging them to leave and leave now. God. I tell you what, while you look for that, give us the Eric Adams one. Now watch him blow this
1: one, okay? Yeah, yeah let's see.
0: Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is.
1: <laughs> he nailed that one. That's yeah, that's great. Yeah, don't worry about it. We don't want your tax dollars here. That's okay. And if you're if you're illegal and not paying taxes, we have to pay for you and all that. Then uh, yeah, 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 you know, we want you. But uh, if you're actually paying into our tax system, if you're actually going and supporting our small businesses here in New York, if you're actually going to uh, legally find a job and all that stuff, no, nah, go back to Iowa. But, but what a great mayor we have. Can you, Man, you play that again
0: first, Diego, please? Cue it up. Idiots. I want to hear Adams Idiots. again because this is clearly
1: racist.
0: Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is.
1: And by the way, the thing that's so crazy about this, Curtis, is New York City has always been a nation of people coming in. Always, right? It's a, it's a country, a, a city but of Andrew, people doing that. When he Curtis, says, it's "Crazy,"
0: go back to Iowa. I know that has probably one of the highest populations of white Caucasoids yeah. in the country. <laughs> Go back to Ohio. The people coming in from Ohio tend oh, to be white hipster millennials.
1: He's, he's looking right at the white MAGA folk, if you will. And he's saying, you get the heck out of our city. We don't want you in here. And it's very similar to Hochul said right after, uh, well, well, let's, r- uh, right after the primary.
0: Let's see if Diego finally was able to figure it out. As difficult as it might be, Diego.
1: And we're here to say that the era of Trump... And Zeldin and Molinaro, just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? What the, what get out idiot. of town. Get out of town. Because you, re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. I'd get out of town? I mean, that, that's, that's honestly exactly what so much of the Democrats think of so many of our WABC listeners, of you, Curtis, of me. And uh, you wonder why you wonder why people look at New York City now. And see this kind of death spiral that we are in. And you can see how bad it's starting to get, how bad it can be over the next couple of years. And you got a governor who's not governing everybody. She says it herself. She wants you to go down to Florida. She wants you to get the heck out of here. If you support Trump, if you supported Zeldin, you supported Curtis Sliwa, anybody else. I mean, heck. Mark Molinaro is probably the most liberal Republican elected member of Congress there's right there. I would an, call him the he's Trump got an, guy. He's got that, a, he he did vote for Trump. He didn't. No, I know. Anybody with an R. Anybody with an R in front. Well, now, now, look at this.
0: Uh, so there's Kathy Hochul basically telling everybody, head to Florida. Get the hell out of here. But please, pay your taxes first because without <laughs> you, we can't subsidize <laughs> yeah. our massive social service budget that's Oops. growing by the day. But then on the way back, know this – That for every one legitimate New Yorker who's packing their bags and heading to Florida, there's an illegal alien to come and take their place. They're going to get a job with Grubhub, Under the Table, Black Market. That's going to make up the tax differential? No, that ain't happening. But no, there is. Our elected officials, including Uh, our Republicans, have come to the rescue. And you see, right now, this is the difference. I was talking about how they treat me like the return of, uh, you know, a, a warrior in New Jersey for Republicans, and here they treat, me, they treat me like dreck, the New York State GOP, because now I have to call out our own party for joining the Democrats, led by Hochul, because they're actually supporting a bill to be introduced at the start of the new session next week in Albany that would create the Outmigration Commission, comprised of 13 members to pose those questions to New Yorkers, they'd be appointed by the governor and others to hear New Yorkers' opinions of laws and regulations, topics like education, health care, and tax relief. The goal is to identify policies driving people away. For mm-hmm. example, it would seek to identify how to keep people from retiring elsewhere.
1: Uh, I wonder why New Yorkers are leaving. Diego, can you play Kathy Hochul one more time? I'm just so curious. Why could New Yorkers be leaving? And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because mm. you, re- you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Curtis, I think I figured out our commission. I think we can save New York State millions of dollars for this blue ribbon panel that they've put together over here. With? Which is absurd. It's crazy. There's no need to, right? You have people that are wanting to chase them out like the governor over here. And don't we just all understand? It's crime. It's taxes. It's congestion pricing. It's quality of life. That's what it is, Curtis. That's what it is. We can put this together in an afternoon. I'll tell you what. Why don't you buy us lunch? We'll go across the street over to Smith & Walensky's over here, and we'll give you a report. We'll develop a report for a steak. That's it.
0: No, all you you have to do is just stop New Yorkers uh, who are already, who have one leg out the door. If it isn't Florida, it's somewhere else they want to go to. But you see, this is the point I wanted to make to drill down on our own Republicans. I can understand the Democrats doing this because they want to spend more of our money Uh, Over nonsensical things, because now you're going to have to have a town hall hearing in Plattsburgh, Jonestown, Badfield, all the places you went to campaign for governor. And
1: you would think that they're probably feeding some of their, uh, you know, consultants money with the polling and all that stuff. This is a way to get them some actual public dollars here, you know, for answers that we uh, questions. We know the answers to go. ahead. But I saw that
0: the Republicans have joined with Hoco and the Democrats on this. So the Democratic leader of this is Santa Barbara, a Democrat upstate. And Tedesco is like the senior member in the state Senate. Yeah, he is. For Republicans. And look, they're looking to get funding for the commission in this year's budget. A final report and recommendation would be provided to the governor and legislature 90 days after the hearings are complete. This is what you call a boondoggle. Millions of our dollars will be spent. You just had a Maris poll that came out. You just had a Quinnipiac College poll that polled statewide issues, too. Affordable housing, number one, high taxes, poor quality of life, crime, and illegal aliens flooding in. Do you need any more than those five?
1: Hmm. Let's see those recommendations here that we would start giving to the governor here that we need the uh, commission in order to do. How about the first thing is shut the heck up, Kathy Hochul. Stop telling people to leave the state. Maybe as governor you shouldn't be yelling at people and saying we want you to go down to Florida. We want taxpayers to get the heck out of this state. Are you crazy? So
0: we have a, a New York leads the nation. When it comes to people picking up and getting the hell out of here. Yes. Lost over 100,000 people last year. And again. a Net, net loss. The Democrat Assemblyman leading this effort from Rotterdam up where you were campaigning for mm-hmm. governor in the Republican primary, Angelo Santa Barbara. Yeah. But the Republican leading this effort in a bipartisan way is State Senator Jim Tedesco, Republican of Saratoga Springs. What the hell are the Republicans doing? How do you then go to your base and say, you know, we're the party that's going to argue against wasteful spending?
1: You know, I wonder if this commission was going to be put together by Democrats anyway. And so that's ultimately why the minority said, okay, at least we'll go in there. So it's not going to be. Some crazy ideals like, uh, you know, like uh, institutional racism is why they're ultimately doing this. So maybe that's why I'd love to get a little more information on that because the way that it looks in this article, you know, it's a little bit like, hey, what what the heck are we doing?
0: You want to be recognized at New York State GOP events. And there's Andrew Giuliani. Grady finished second in the recent gubernatorial primary against Lee Selder. Yay! But if you join with me on this and you vilify Tedesco and the other Republicans in Albany, you will be that's like not, me, Drek. No, no son that's, of that's not true.
1: If, if, it's, if ultimately they were the reason why this got facilitated, why this commission got facilitated, then I'm with you on this, Just Curtis. But, but I would like to have the minority be able to put their stuff in there if this was going to happen anyway. I think it's important to understand the process.
0: Just remember, you made your bones running for governor. Right. I've got a few years on you, you politically, did. having supported your dad. Both times you ran for mayor against Dinkins. It's always about the money for consultants, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. Up next, we'll talk about your resolution, my resolution for the new year, and then the race that has everyone's attention except our candidate, the Democrat-Republican, Mazzy, in the 3rd Congressional District, (laughs) is again confusing Republicans and everyone else to boot so early in this sprint to February 13th to determine Mazzie, who replaces George Santa.
1: We've invited you on. You come on. we got another four and a half hours with us, Curtis. Two and a half hours with Curtis. She i won't got debate. two more hours. Come on, Mazzy. Let's answer some questions.
0: That's right. Come on. Voters Come on, win. wherever you are. So, hey, Diego, up next, Andrew's resolution for the yes. new year. and Curtis was resolution. And you know mine it's not going to be good.
1: Not going to be good. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC.
0: Oh, there's Andrew's homeboy, Kid Rock.
1: No doubt, Curtis. No doubt, Curtis.
0: Was he welcoming in the new year at his gin joint in Nashville by drinking Bud Light now that he's made amends with Dylan Mulvaney? You know, I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. I,
1: I bet you he was. I bet you he was down in Nashville having a good old time, my friend. He's loving. He hasn't made amends with Dylan, by the way. What are you talking Whoa. about? He's still a Coors guy. They
0: they, they, they praised the Bud Light as did the head of the UFC which now, as a mega-million-dollar contract with Bud Light. But let's talk about that was their resolution to make peace in Mm -hmm. our lifetime. No more battles with Bud Light. (laughs) It's now capitalism kicking in. But what uh, resolution uh, did Andrew Giuliani make right before the ball dropped in Times Square?
1: I got to tell you, I was taking a little bit of a lead from our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. The whole year, I'm going to be doing intermittent fasting. So... That means 16 hours a day off, no eating whatsoever. The only thing you could have is a little black coffee, no milk even in that coffee right there. And I got to tell you, I was inspired by hearing what Dr. Mikolo said last week when he came in and started talking about how it helps with the T-cell count. So it's fighting against potential cancers. As you know, my father had prostate cancer. My grandfather, he passed away. God rest his soul of prostate cancer as well. I feel like it's something that could help. And... I'm getting a little pudgy around the waistline over here, Curtis, so I think it would be helpful to try to fight that pudge off. I I
0: warn you, do not listen to the Greeks. (laughs) <laughs> not John Katsimatidis, not Dr. Mikulis. Let me tell Why, you the story. A Don't
1: listen to John Katsimatidis no, you're telling Not me. on this. That's, okay, I just want to be very clear. That was Curtis Sliwa who said that, John, Let not Andrew Let me tell
0: you of a Greek. He was going to be the first Greek-American to become president of the United States. His name was Michael Dukakis. <laughs> he had just won the Democratic primary, very heated. Remember, that was the year Jesse Jackson calling New York City, Jaime Town. Al Gore was being supported by Ed Koch. That was the year that Bill Clinton gave a speech at the convention in Atlanta the day before in which everybody said, oh, my God, this guy's not presidential timber. He just went on and on and on. So Michael Dukakis comes up to New York City. Ed Koch has made amends. You know, he said, hey, you're our candidate. And he was ahead in the polls. Remember, Dukakis was way ahead in the polls. So he goes to the cathedral in Astoria, to adoring groups of Greek Americans, the East Orthodox community. Oh, they're like, they're loving the guy. He then goes across Grand Central to Corona. He goes right by uh, Spaghetti Park there, Lemon Ice is Parkside, and he stops at then Madame Baldi's. Madame Baldi's was the big bakery. She had just lost her husband. She was dressed all in black and in preparation for the arrival of what they thought would be the next president of the United States, the first Greek American to ever do it, Michael Dukakis. He comes in, is at his side, Moynihan, all the big Democrats, right? All the cameras are there. Madame Baldi has been sweating all night with her crew, making the Struyadelles, making the cannolis, making all the Italian uh, pastries. And she shows him tray after tray. And Michael Dukakis looks at all the trays, says, oh, these are very interesting uh, pastries. You know, in Boston, we have our own Italian-American community in the north side of Boston. But I'm on a diet. I won't be able to try any of your pastries. (laughs) Ed Koch nearly had a heart attack there. He grabs Dukakis. He pulls him to the side. He said, this is the maximum insult that you can pay on a campaign trail. You must. Even if you took one bite and put it in your pocket and went to uh, the bathroom and then uh, through bulimia, you know, got rid of it. You must. At that point, Ed Conch said he knew that Michael Dukakis would lose. This is before the tank commander with the, the head. This is before, you know, him releasing a killer uh, into the community. None of- he lost it right there.
1: Well, Curtis, the good news is the only run that I have coming up this year is a little running on the treadmill, so I don't have to worry too much about so, that. Plus, I think I have a little more charm than Michael Dukakis. I are you going to listen? Ex- explain it away over here the, if I don't want to have a canola. To because... the two
0: Greeks who were probably there when Dukakis came to town and was going to be <laughs> anointed uh, president, John uh Dr. Mikolos. Here it is. They had the next president. He refused to eat any ethnic delights. He was on a diet. Oh, you're going to listen to Curtis Lee. Well, If there's one no, I'm thing, not, I'm
1: ignoring Curtis Leow. I'm listening to the Greeks that signed my check over here. And by the way, to my wife, who's saying, "Hey, look, you're getting a little pudgy around the waistline here, uh, my love." All right, you so know? that's your resolution. A little too much love handle. That's in there. your resolution. My yes.
0: resolution for the new year, because remember, that's why in the program that we do on Sunday nights, ACDC. Yes. AC
1: stands for always complaining. Curtis Lee when DC stands for clearly
0: you have an opportunity. If the polls are correct of going back to Washington, if you choose with the newly reelected president, Donald Trump, if the election were held tomorrow against uh, president Joe Biden, that's why we call you DC. Uh, Diego, it has nothing to do with his sexuality yeah, or my Diego. sexuality. Get your
1: head out of the gutter over there, Diego. It's typical, typical of, there, of your Come generation. On, He's thinking the all the wrong things. This is a clean family show over here, Diego. Ah, what the no hell, hell is he wrong is you with you? To do this. Come on.
0: this is my resolution. I am the leader of the rebels in the tri state area, stopping the illegal aliens from flooding in and invading. I want to put my hands across the Hudson River to my brothers and sisters in solidarity. In Secaucus, who are now having dump-offs of illegal aliens there. I know soon it'll be along Bergen Line Avenue uh, <clears throat> in Hudson County, in Little Havana, Jersey City. It's going to be in Hoboken. It'll even be in Bayonne. I'm there for all of you to get arrested in New Jersey. I mean, I've been arrested 80 times in New York. Don't you think it's about time? I do acts of civil disobedience on people in New Jersey for people in New Jersey to stop the illegal alien invasion. So if you need me to get arrested in New Jersey, reach out to me here at WABC. I'll be more than happy to come across
1: the George Washington Bridge. And you can put me in chains and shackles. we got to get like an 800, like arrest of Curtis or something like that. That's what we got to get. Let's uh, figure that out at WABC. We'll get a line. If anybody wants to get Curtis arrested, come on over here. we got to get you to 100. How many are you at now, 83? Eight, eight, oh,
0: 80. 80, okay, 80, 80. I'm uh, saving 81, 82, 83 okay. for the residents around Floyd-Bennett Field, okay. Queens, and Brooklyn because they're out there begging. And, in fact, the update, I'll talk about it more extensively later. The slip and fall lawyers, you know, there are nine lawyers for every one citizen who teach you how their martial arts, I sue, I sue. They're stopping by the (laughs) illegal aliens who are begging in the streets of Marine Park and saying, there's a better way to make money the American way. Fall in front of a car, claim you got hit, I will be there to represent you. You'll have a chiropractor, a dollar, a doctor. You will live the American dream because... The city will settle, settle, settle with New York City tax dollars. That's the American way right here on WABC.
1: Now, entertaining and informative. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. I'm moving out.
0: Andrew, the ongoing saga of what appears to me to be the Manchurian Kennedy mm. of the Nassau County GOP to win the third congressional district race, whatever the final lines are. But if it remains the way it is, you have Swazi, the Democrat chosen by Jacobs, uh, who is the head of the state party, uh, the big mocker in Long Island. And a woman named Mozzie, a Nassau County legislator, chosen by Chairman Cairo for the GOP. And it just seems each and every day there's, I mean, Mozzie turns out to be quite the enigma mm-hmm. beyond the biography that we see that is Stella, a stellar biography of when uh, she left Ethiopia, went to Israel, served there. IDF, went to school, Haifa University, met her son, her husband, a Ukrainian Jew. Uh, they came here, great neck, have a beautiful family. But other than that, every time you ask a question, you hit a brick wall. What, what are the updates on the candidacy of the Republican who remains a Democrat, Mazzi?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of fascinating. Look, We're learning that she hasn't voted in many of the local elections, including I think she registered first in 2012 and she didn't vote in 2013 and in 2014 and 2015. She did vote in the 2016 elections, but then she didn't vote again in the Nassau elections in 2017. So you know, she voted presidential, election. yes, presidential, election. presidential elections in 2020. And then, I mean, I assume she voted in 2021 because she ran. In 2021, so you'd have to assume she voted for herself. But aside from when she ran as a candidate, the only time she ended up voting was in presidential elections, and we still don't know if she voted for President Trump. My assumption is she didn't, because as a Republican, you'd think you'd answer that question pretty clearly. And she's kind of left that hanging out there, saying that it's a it's a personal decision. Well, look, Mazzy, I got to tell you, when you become a candidate, then people are certainly uh, question want to know. The answer to that question, especially when that person is going to be heading the ticket in what could be your first reelection campaign this fall in 2024. So the answers haven't been great. And I got to tell you, I know a lot of Republicans in Nassau County that are very concerned with some of these, especially when you consider, Curtis, what we had last time with Santos, which was the ultimate enigma. You would think that the Republican Party in Nassau would be very, very clear, would say, hey. We want to. We, we understand the, uh, the, the 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 foolishness of our ways in pushing Santos on you. We want a candidate that's going to stand here, answer all your questions. That's going to go out there. That's going to debate her opponent. Instead, they really, really seem to be doing kind of the the Joe Biden strategy, which is hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep her kind of at arm's length from Swazi, and and you just trust us, just trust us. Look, she's got a great resume, as you lined up right there. But is that what this comes down to, Curtis? Are we ultimately now, at least in Nassau County, the identity politics where we look at somebody's resume and not actually ask what they are going to do? Because the resume is spectacular. I'm not going to argue with that. I love it. It's a wonderful resume. But i got to know what you're going to vote. This is not going to be a Nancy Pelosi situation where – you know, we got to elect her before we know how she's going to vote, right? You know, you got to you got to pass it before we read it and understand what's in it, right here. So it's concerning, Curtis. It's very concerning. Well,
0: I'll tell you uh, how concerning it is. Over the uh, long holiday weekend, I received an inquiry from WPIX Channel 11, where I had had my final debate against Fernando Mateo uh, when I went on to win the Republican primary and then run against Eric Adams for governor. And Channel 11 was trying to use me as an intermediary. What a mistake that would be with the Nassau County GOP. <laughs> They're saying we've been trying to reach Team uh, Mozzie, Nassau County GOP. We have a debate scheduled for the end of January. Curtis, the vote is February 13th. Early voting will take place, as it always does now. Is she going to debate or that? And I told him, I said, look, I would think she will as a candidate. I can't speak for the candidate or the Nassau County GOP, but not to even get back to them and let them know. Now, it would be wise for them to hunker down with her and hammer out what her positions are going to be, because Swazi has, he has participated in numerous debates in his political career for county executive in Nassau, running for governor, Democratic primary twice, first against Spitzer, Recently, against Hochul, he's got the uh, support of Hakeem Jeffries and the Democratic establishment in the House. They've raised seven, seven million dollars in a pack mm-hmm. to get him started. I think when all is said and done, both sides will have ten million dollars in their coffers just for this special election, February thirteenth. The whole world is going to be watching. You know, does this show the wave continues the red wave in Nassau County, or did they hit a brick wall? But she's got a debate, and I understand you may not want to say yes now. But can you imagine if she thinks she's, as you mentioned, do a Joe Biden yeah. and not even debate, not even hold press conference, not even answer questions? They're just going to be hammering her morning, noon, and night.
1: Look, our good friend John Tobacco tells me that there's a poll that's out that has her up uh, you know, in the high single digits somewhere between seven and eight points or so. And that very well may be true, but I got to tell you, she's not going to make it to the finish line first. If she keeps playing rope-a-dope, especially in the light of the Santos stuff, she needs to be clear. She needs to be honest with voters. And I can tell you, as somebody who's very honest about this here, Curtis, if she comes out and she says, hey, here are my positions, this is where I stand, I may not agree with all of her positions, but if she's at least clear with me, then I'd be happy to go and support her, right? I mean, depending on what the positions are, I've got to know what ultimately I would be supporting. But if she keeps continuing to, you know, really – not be clear with the voters in Nassau County, then I think you're going to have people that's going to be really, really tough to go out there and support. I mean, I'm very, very, you know, kind of cool on this candidacy right now. And I want to be gung-ho. I want to go and look and say, hey, this is somebody who's going to be far better than Tom Swasey in this position, which, look, ultimately I think she is. But also I want to send a very clear message to Republican Party bosses here, which is, don't just give me a Democrat light. I can't deal with Democrat lights anymore that are going to be warriors going down to Washington, D.C. I want somebody who's going to have principles. I want somebody who's going to be very clear to New York voters and say exactly what they stand for and give me a reason why I ultimately should spend time and treasure supporting you.
0: But you're for Bud Light now, like your buddy. Right? Kid I'm Rock. not for Bud Light. What are you talking about? Ah, right, look, that's what he said. It's over. The war is over. But you're right. Republicans and independent Democratic voters need to know who is Mazi What does she stand for? You can't keep her in a cocoon and have only Peter King or Cairo or D'Esposito, the congressman uh, from the South Shore, answer questions yeah. that Mozzie must do. Now, you may need a little bit of time to marinate her to get her used to this but don't say she's not going to do a debate. Yeah,
1: and it's getting late early over here. We got six weeks, so think of this as constructive criticism. I know Mozzie. If you're not listening, or somebody on your team is listening, and this is constructive criticism, be honest with the voters. Come out, do candidate forums. Come on, WABC. There are more people in Nassau County to listen to WABC than any other medium here. I can tell you from running for governor. Come here, be honest, show yourself, because I think you do have a tremendous look, resume, and I think you can rally people around you, look, but it's not going to be by I'm doing uh, the Joe Biden If I'm Char-
0: Chairman Cairo and Peter King, um, saying to they're saying to themselves, George Santos did his very first interview with uh, John Katsimatidis, the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion, when it was revealed that he had stolen campaign money, and he stumbled and fumbled on that one question. The John asked, he said, was that your money? And he was like, a humming, a hummer, a hummed, a humming." Ralph crammed in. And after that, it was all downhill. So I think Peter King, who was a contributor to the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion, has said to Chairman Cairo...
1: The too good, the to sluice the too good over here at WABC, Right? Huh?
0: Keep her out of the wheel well. Although if anybody can get her on to speak, who she is and what she represents, it definitely is John Katsimatidis who gives... An open microphone to Democrats, Republicans, yep. Republicans who are still Democrats, Democrats who are still Republicans, independents, you name it. You get to spiel your point of view here at WABC.
1: 77 WABC. This is Sit Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Curtis, it took almost two hours this morning, but I came up with a great idea. An absolute great idea. you want to know what it is? I'm waiting. You're waiting for it. Okay. So, Channel 11 is calling you, Curtis Sliwa, because somehow they think that you are going to be this uh, incredible negotiator between the NASA GOP and Team Swazi to get Mozzie. To come up, by the way, Swazi and Mozzie, that rhymes. It's the oh, first time well, I'm i am thinking like that. about Swazzy that. How about that? that? The Swazi, the Mozzie. At this Mozzie, point, Swazzy. aren't they the same? How about that? I got a little distracted. I'm like one of those cats. I got distracted by that. One of your cats. I saw like a little ball there, and I started <laughs> playing with it over here. But instead of Channel 11, who is the preeminent news media organization here In New York City. Who is it? In New York.
0: Oh, WABC. Um, We've hosted more debates for the local elections, the statewide elections, than anyone else did in the last
1: election cycle. Well, i got to tell you then. Why isn't WABC inviting Mozzie and Swazi right here to Studio 77? And you have a great debate moderator already. Who should be the debate moderator here on 77? What, Peter King? <laughs> I don't know if Swazi would agree to that one. I, I would imagine Swazi may not agree. Oh, to Dominic Peter Carter! King. There you go, Dominic Carter. Dominic Carter would be a great debate moderator. You can have the debate right here. If Swazi really wants to debate Mozzie, do it right here. There's nobody that that actually would consume more of the media than WABC or rather than actually Channel 11 or Channel 2 or anybody else. I mean, I actually, when I was governor, I had three different debates when I was governor. geez, when I was running for governor, three different primary debates. And I really wanted to have a WABC debate because I felt like it would have actually gotten to the most New Yorkers, more than Spectrum, more than uh, CBS, more than Channel 11, actually having a debate here at 77, at Studio 77. We'll carry it on air You'll have the live stream of it. I'm sure it would be national. It's something I well, think you are you're absolutely for WABC. right. Uh,
0: my first debate in the Republican primary for mayor was against Fernando Mateo. It was two hours. I remember that there was Dominic, and the co moderator was Rita. Yeah. So they were coming at you on know, the left side, the right side. I remember the advice everybody was telling me: "Go easy, Curtis. Go easy. Come on. This is the house <laughs> of sleep where, You know, you want we want to make this guy feel welcome." Right out of the box, oh, I say, yes. you are a Bill de Blasio Republican, <laughs> and all hell broke loose. It was Fernando Mateo looking at John and Margo saying, these are my very dear friends, my mentors. John Katzmatidis has mentored me my whole life. Margo has been like a mother to me. They're looking at one another like, who the hell is this guy out there? <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I'm dropping napalm. But that got the most coverage. Yeah, Of exactly. any of the debates, including... The ones uh, that I was uh, permitted to do against Eric Adams because we both had applied for campaign finance matching funds. He had to do two against me, NBC1, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. It was the best debate because it was a two-hour debate. Yeah. Can't hide
1: everything. Can't hide in that. Covered everything. And look, maybe it's a 90-minute debate, right? This is her first debate, so I can understand how she might not want to agree to a two-hour debate. But a 90-minute debate where you get through all that stuff. Prepare, right? Get yourself ready. Do it the end of January or something like that. But I know John and Margo are listening in right now. John Margo. What do you think? Yeah. Let's actually By the get way, this look, done. I know uh, the Mozzie team. I know the Swazi team are listening in. Let's do this. This they can be great.
0: They can have corner men. Uh, Peter King will be Mozzie's corner person yes. because uh, she's going to need during timeouts and breaks. You know, let let us, let us him school her. He, he's been through incredible debate. Remember, a shouting debate on the floor of the House of Representatives with then-Congressman Anthony Weiner, who's now here at WABC. And Swazi can have in his corner— Andrew Cuomo, who's been on here so many times of late, I'm beginning to think WABC stands for not only always broadcasting Curtis, always broadcasting Matitas, but always broadcasting Cuomo.
1: You you know who Swazi would invite to this, to take a page out of the Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon playbook of the 2016 Trump-Hillary debate? You know who he would invite? George Santos? Exactly. Exactly. George Santos has to be your first invitation if you're Swazi. There's no doubt about it. But I don't know if he's going to be able to get in the studios at WABC, but you have to imagine he'd be right outside here on 3rd Avenue. I love that idea. Doing a cameo. What do you I think? I
0: love that idea. All right. We are the place that people will listen to all over, all over Long Island, which is where this is going to be decided in Nassau County, 3rd Congressional District, whichever the final lines are. So as a New Year's resolution, we know that you're listening, Peter King. You're a contributor here to WABC. We know Al D'Amato is listening. He's a contributor to WABC. You guys can make it happen. Okay, let's say you agree to only one debate, because February 13th is the final day of the election with early voting. Do it at 77 a.m. WABC, Studio 77, It could be televised. We got the audio. Come on, it's the right thing to do, guys.